ta-da, and I call it, I call it, I call it the aristocrats. <laughs> Good joke, Jonathan. Good joke. Yeah. Welcome to Game Life Balance US, the American edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. We're a lifestyle podcast hosted by adult gamers trying to juggle our hobbies with the increasing demands of the real world. Check out our website for links to connect with us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and more at gamelifebalance.us. And if you like what you hear, then please leave us a review. I'm Jeannie. I'm Rachel. And I'm Nikki from Tyrion's Landing. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in... Three, two, one. Here we go! So isn't it interesting how you can do things like buy new, like, I feel like it's the same with video equipment and audio equipment where you, you buy it and it's just like, here's the thing. We just expect you to know how to use it. Like, we're not going to tell you anything about it. Like I bought like a digital camera and the, you know, the, the guide to it was like a two page folding pamphlet. And it was like, here's how you turn your camera on. Here's the power button. Here's the focus. Have fun have fun shooting things. And when in fact the camera has got like 35 different functions on it. Yeah. And they just assume you will figure out how to use it along with like video editing software. I would imagine very similar to like audio editing software. I imagine yeah. I could just, just yeah. I, I, I got this great program, this great video editing program with my camera. Literally it was a download code, not like nothing else about the program. It's like here, you can use this great program to edit all your videos. Nothing about how to use the program. I am Cody Goff, and this is Jonathan Martin, and this is Game Life Balance US. And John started with this because we are starting 25 minutes late because I got home and started to set up uh, everything with my new roughly $600 in in podcasting equipment, uh, and none of it functioned properly. Uh, no, but you you bought all of it legitimately, and none of it came with any instructions. Yeah, yeah, I have the boxes. I mean, I have I have an instruction booklet, but it's not what I would call helpful. So there's that. See, at WGN Radio, we have the engineering team, and the engineers are paid, as I believe union employees, to know how to do all this wiring and rigging and technical stuff. Do you think they're paid more than you and me? Not uh, for podcasting, yes, yeah. be- because we don't get money for this. Oh, so probably. Uh, but you don't it's... get money for this. <laughs> oh, you do, right? I forgot because you're sponsored by because you're sponsored by thebomb.com, right? I'm actually sponsored by Welch's Scrape Juice. Actually, is thebomb.com a site? I'm morbidly curious now. Uh, you're going to be on a list. Work. You're going to be on a list. Don't go to that website. Thebomb.com. Because right, everyone you... always says it. No, you've, oh, made, re- you've made the list. Well, it redirects to the list.fbi.gov. That's incredible. You are now on our list. That's, that's weird that you can you can access the FBI list by going to their FBI website. That seems yeah. that doesn't seem like a like a, a comment. That doesn't seem like a, a good thing for American security. But yeah, you know, the FBI knows what they're doing. Yeah, no, it doesn't do that. It redirects you to the chive.com, which I classifiedinformation.com slash lists. Oh, look, there you are. There's Cody Goff. Uh, yep, this is a garbage clickbait site 
Fourth article. The force is strong with these fangirls. 39 oh, photos. Oh, categorized in categorized in girls, hot women, nerdy girls. <laughs> and let me let me guess. You have to click next to load a new page for every photo. No, actually you can scroll down. That's surprising. That's slightly surprising. These are selfies that someone like some of these are selfies someone probably downloaded from Snapchat. Basically, mm-hmm. a lot of girls in tank tops or crop tops okay. that have comic book logos on them. Okay, okay, okay. Th- that automatically makes them nerds. Like, I just see a lot of cleavage and Batman logos and R two D two dresses and pouty faces. Ooh, pouty faces. That makes a good picture. Oh, girls slightly tugging down the side of their uh, pantaloons and kissy faces, winky faces, butts. Blank faces? I think the lights are on, but nobody is home with this girl. I don't know what's going on with that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I none of this is good. This is terrible. Never go to thebomb.com. You may say it. You may say that's thebomb.com, but, but don't actually go to thebomb.com. On this episode of Game Life Balance, a, 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 US. a Game Life Balance podcast. US. That's, that's what we do. You know, I was literally just listening to the third episode of Game Life Balance Australia, our sister show. Uh-huh. Wait, and, could it be the? Could it be our brother show? They see. I mean, they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of guys, and I don't know. Like, wouldn't they be our brothers? That's actually a good point. Um, there, there also seems like it. Also seems like there would be a great Australian term for brother, don't you think? There has to be bloke. I feel like cockslapper is probably a an Australian term of some uh, kind. Oi, cockslapper! That's a that's a brother, right? <laughs> it's gotta be. That's gotta I, be. No, all right. They they gave you the nickname Uncle Stabo, which I feel that's Australian for awesome dude. Yeah, I feel that's fine. I'm not going to give either of them the nickname Cockslapper. No, no, it's not a nickname. That's the Australian word for brother. Oh, okay, okay. It's like you're like, hey, hey, Governor Cockslapper, how are you? Like that's your. I don't think they say Governor. I think that's a Cockney thing. As oh, I think you just have me on the Cockney accent thing whenever you do any kind of accent. That, yeah, this is what happens. So right. I was listening to the third episode of Game Life Balance Australia, and I just listened to AC explaining that Rob is kind of like Ned Flanders. He's just a just super nice dude, and when he gets really angry about something, because he was supposed to move into a new house, as because he's your twin, and you did that, uh, you know, uh, about a year ago this time. Or, it's true. Yeah, six months ago or whatever. So uh, so now now because he's your Australian doppelganger and they're, I, I, they must be like four months behind us time zone wise. So that's why he, he kind of echoes whatever you do. So um, he had to move into his house a week late and AC explained that like when Rob gets angry, he like kind of bottles it up and just gets like super rage filled. And I feel like that kind of happened with me tonight with setting up with setting up all this all this podcasting stuff because i was i was in a i was in a in a tuesday mood when i got home yeah tuesday's a tough day i was in a tuesday mood and then my but you know i'm generally pretty positive on this podcast and then very expensive things that i paid for didn't work actually this is one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is when I pay for something very expensive and it doesn't work in some way. And not even if it's just instructions related, like my new gaming rig that I got a year ago. Yeah. That, you know, was a, a couple grand. That's lots of money. Yep. It, it randomly turns itself on. I don't know if on? we've discussed. It on. randomly turns itself on. Yeah. I will shut down the computer, get up to walk away and it powers back on. 
That is really weird. Yes. So I tried taking it apart to look at the power supply. Couldn't really get into the power supply unless I take pretty much the entire thing apart. Figured it might be a defaulty, uh, faulty power button. Nah, probably not. Our friend Logan advised me it may be my BIOS settings. Something could be awry. And I found some obscure BIOS That's setting that, that basically lets your, your home network wake up your computer. So let's say I'm on this PC and I send a message to my router to wake up the other PC. That is a thing. So I deactivated that, which I thought fixed the problem until about two days ago when I shut down my computer and 30 seconds later it turned itself back on. Hmm. So then I shut it down and then 10 seconds later it turned itself back on. Do you think it's just sad that it's alone? I don't know, but I'm not happy about it. And I get so frustrated. It's like it it is it is the wor- like the worst thing in the world to me. And it's a first world problem, fine. But when you when you pay good money for something brand new, it's like I work hard to have money to buy nice things. And then when those things don't work, then I'm just working hard. I think part of part of the problem is that like there's the hardware side of everything. There's all of the there's all of the actual stuff you're buying. And then there's the software side that runs all of that hardware stuff that you're buying. And that software side, I feel like is where the stuff goes wrong. I feel like, I feel like all of that equipment, that recording equipment that you have is probably all awesome. And it probably all works exactly the way it's supposed to, but your software is just screwed up in some way is probably what it is. Now, now your your computer being having maybe a piece of hardware screwed up that I can believe it is very common for hardware to have defects. I had to like I bought a brand new computer and the video card was faulty, so I had to call the company and they had to send me a new one. So like I, like I I am when it comes to computers, I'm a little more I think sympathetic to like the fact that there's faulty hardware, but I think it's a software issue honestly. I think most of it is just the programs governing how your equipment works, probably just, I don't actually know how to use them that well is really what it boils down to. Like when something goes wrong, that's probably what's happening is I just kind of don't know what I'm doing is what I typically boil it down to. Yeah, that's fair. I can, I'm sure that's part of the issue too, but, uh, but I, I will, I will just say that basically the number one thing in the world that gets me angry more than anything else is when, Again, because I feel I feel like I'm, my life is being stolen. It's stealing my life energy. Like instead of having two rows of full hearts, I now am missing four or five hearts, which isn't that many hearts. But I still don't have enough hearts then to fire my to slash my sword and have a laser beam come out. And I want to slash my sword and have a laser beam come out because I, I work very hard at my very hard job to make laser beams come out of my sword. And then when they don't, it's like, why am I even alive, basically? Basically, why am I alive? I don't think I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about Zelda. I'm talking about The Legend of Zelda. Okay. I don't know if I know what you're talking about. But it's the transitive property of, I spend hours of my life, which I can never get back, working at a job, and I can never get those hours back, and I'm given money for those hours, which is great. And then I spend that money on things that then don't work. So I have... I have sacrificed my life energy, which I will never replenish ever because I'm playing hero mode and there are no hearts that enemies drop. So I will never replenish that energy either. And there are no inns in The Legend of Zelda. So I can't go sleep at an inn to restore my HP and MP. You should try to buy stuff that works then. Right. 
So this is what I'm saying is basically that I should buy things that work. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could figure out what your problem was. Uh, you're just, me too. You're mm-hmm. just buying broken stuff. So, which seems like a bad investment, but you know, it's your money. You should be able to spend it how you want. I hope that our audience does not mind that I just complained about podcasting while doing a podcast that I do because I love podcasting. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I obviously we love doing it, but it's like having a kid, right? Like you love your son, but then and- I hate him. Right? No, I see what you're saying. Do you? No. Uh, that's. <laughs> I mean, yes sometimes you don't hate him but like if he does something really outrageous does my child frustrate me sometimes like your child podcast equipment yes my child frustrates me sometimes there you go i'm thinking about getting a cat oh i thought you were gonna say a kid which i was gonna say that's not really how that works not thinking about that okay yeah you could get a cat they suck you can get one go for it they suck really interesting i think that we're gonna have to debate this in another edition yeah, we can talk about cat people versus dog people. Weird. And uh, no, we can't because cat people versus uh, dog people reinforces the idea that people should be defined by binaries. It's a binary, it, is a bi- it is a binary choice. You are it's a either binary a choice. Cat or a, yeah. They are mutually exclusive and jointly exhaustive. Those are the only pets that are available. Right, exactly. So that's what reinforcing we- a socially... Uh, 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 you know, constructed binary that I think is going to oppress some of our listeners. Uh, trigger warning, about, by the way. What are trigger we talking warning. about on this Bernie Sanders podcast? I'm so sorry. Trigger warning, everyone uh, at home that had to hear that. Oh my gosh. Or your gosh. I don't want to take ownership. Now, I read an article in the Atlantic today about trigger warnings and, and college culture. It was interesting and infuriating. So do you, do you think we could survive in college now? Could you survive God, in college? No. no. I, it- I would get kicked out be- for, for being for being for being a. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. Yeah, right. I'd be kicked out for what? I was going to say being a cis white male, but it was <laughs> it was. I I literally couldn't say it without laughing. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I didn't say it until no, the, I, had to, things- I had to compose myself. The things are ridiculous. There was a there was a kid at a school that was reading uh, a book called Mein Kampf. The my comp, right? And it's no, it was, it was a school like I don't remember the school. Let's say, let's say Georgetown or something. It wasn't Georgetown, but let's say Georgetown. It was like something like there was reading a book called Georgetown versus the KKK, and he was reading a book I was, about. I was close then. I was close. So it was about George, whatever the school is versus the Ku Klux Klan, and it was about how the student body at the school basically revolted and and like refused to let the Ku Klux Klan have a presence on their campus and have a voice in the 1910s or the 1920s. And it was cool. It was was like a social, like, oh, students, you know, standing up to discrimination. And a student on campus saw this person reading the book and was offended because the book's cover had a picture of the KKK and that student was expelled. What? Yes. I'm not making this up. That doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like that's an actual thing. No, this was in the Atlantic article. I am one hundred percent being serious right now. I'm gonna look it up actually. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem like real. Uh I'm I'm Googling it. You could hear me typing. Oh, I can hear it. I can hear the, the furious Googling is happening right now. This was Indiana University. It was Notre Dame versus the Klan. Okay. So So somebody at Notre Dame was upset. 
A janitor whom a university official had accused of racial harassment for reading a historical book about the Ku Klux Klan has gotten an apology from the school. Okay. So that actually happened. That's a thing that happened. So you're saying that college is awesome now? Yeah, something like that. Um, bu- bu- bum. So this was all on the agenda of what we were talking about today, right? Yeah, maybe he wasn't expelled. But there's a there's still a story about it. I no, mean, I, I prefer I prefer your I prefer highly inflammatory version of the story over the actual facts. It makes news way better when you make it up. No, today is going to be one of those podcasts where we have an entire sheet of of topics ready, and they just kind we, of we don't talk about any of them. No, we just kind of free. Well, this this actually happens on WGN Radio all the time. Would you believe that? that? Yes, I can believe that you produce a professional show that is not in fact professional. Yes, I can absolutely believe that. No, but you know that happens in radio sometimes? I feel like that probably happens a lot of the time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm actually not surprised by that at all. Your fact that was meant to surprise me, not actually that surprising. Okay. Oh, wait a minute, hang on, hang on. I'm going to play along. <gasps> I was really surprised, see? Wow. Is that true? I believe you. Do you actually have to improv in radio? Especially wait, hang on, the- hang on. <gasps> I'm surprised. You're really proud of how close you are to that mic, aren't you? You're really milking I the whole... You, I'm going to eat the mic today. It's going to make it better. You sound really good when your mouth is two inches away from the mic, also I because I can only see a third of your face in the like, camera when you do that. It's really kind of uncomfortable, though, because I have to like get all up on it and here. Let's see, like, it's... I don't know. We do have a viewer in, in our chat uh, for our live broadcast. Steven from the Gunna Geek Network uh, said, Damn, I wanted you to be, I want, I wanted, let's start that over. Damn, I wanted to be the number one reason, uh, the number one thing that makes you angry. Uh, no, you're the number four. That's, that's quite a list you probably got there. Um, you probably don't want to hear it. Should we, should we say the name of the segment and start? Why don't I let you talk about something okay. before I talk about cats? That's okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm ready to talk about it. Do you know that I, you've known me for a long time and you've, you've, you've known me as like, I've gotten older and wiser and, and generally I would consider better as a person. And and, me or just than you used to be? Than I used to be. And I feel like, I feel like that one of my better characteristics is that I am a relatively patient person. Like I, and maybe you haven't known me as I have gotten, gotten older and more patient, I guess as much, but I, I, I generally am. And many of my peers here consider me a general, a, a relatively patient person. And, and I have a high tolerance for, for bullshit. You know, I work, I work in an industry, I work in pharmacy in an industry where I have to serve people and um, people can be, people can be not nice. And so you have to, like, you have to learn how to be how to deal with people that are not nice and still appease them. Like it, it's a skill. It's a, it's a learned skill. It takes a while to learn how to do that. So I've done that for many years of my life and uh, I've become a patient person. This is all leading somewhere. And I downloaded a game that I heard about on a podcast for my phone that I heard was like a phenomenal phone game. Oh, you're telling this story. You have to say the name of the segment we're doing. Uh, this is life, life stuff, life stuff, life stuff, life stuff, <laughs> life stuff. This could life. also 
this could also be considered, I guess, full gamer, but it's not so, really. No, we're not going full gamer this episode. We're going life stuff. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, this is more life stuff. So I downloaded this game um, because because podcast told me to. And um, I rage uninstalled the game yesterday. And it's the first time that I have like rage quit a game. I, it, it could literally be ever. It could be ever. And I have zero intention, zero plans, zero intention of downloading this game again. So tell me what this game was and why I should play it. You should download it right now. So no, but you really should because the here's the the saddest part to me is that this game is truly a really, really, really good mobile game. It really is. And that's not an example. It's fantastic. It's a game called Clash Royale. It's a game that is by the same company that made Clash of Clans. They're it's called Supercell. It's one of like the largest now mobile game companies ever because Clash of Clans is so big. And what it is is a tower offense game. So if you've ever played a tower defense game, it's a game where you've got a tower. There's waves of, they call them creeps, coming at your tower. And it's your job to kill the creeps before they destroy your tower. Well, in this game, you have a tower. And then you have two flanking towers to your left and your right. And you spawn units with these cards. They're collectible cards. And so you're spawning units over the course of the match. Um, and there's 48 different types of units that you are collecting the, that you can collect the cards for. And different unit units unlock as you increase in rank. So as when you win, you get like your rank increases. And when you lose, it decreases. Are and these can, all relevant to why you rage uninstalled it? Yes. Yes. Um, I guess not really. Not really. So the game is just, okay, I'll put it this way. The game is tuned really well. Okay. Like, it's incredibly even. Yeah. Except for the fact that your cards can level up in the game. And so, like, I could have the archer card, and you could have the archer card. And my archer card could be at level three, and yours could be at level five. And there's a significant difference between those cards when they're played in the game. Okay. So I had not put any money into the game. Um. And I got to, there are eight different arenas and I got to about arena, I got to arena five and I was pretty solidly in arena five. And just like most competitive games, it's one-on-one, there's win streaks and loss streaks. I've dealt with them in League of Legends before and I've played it. Like it's a thing that I'm used to. I'm used to playing a game like that. So these ga- these matches each take the maximum of four minutes. So they're very brief. And I I was playing and I was, losing matches and i lost like four matches in a row and um i was getting a little like frustrated with the game because you have to win matches to to basically get chests to unlock to get more cards that's the only way to get more cards of course is to like win and and unlock just that way um and i was just getting frustrated because i was like i don't like have a lot of time to play this game like i just want to like win a match or two and then get out and leave you know and it requires it requires constant attention it's not a game that you can like play for a second and then look away like if you're going to play this game you got to be tuned into the game so it's requiring all of my concentration over these four minute matches to play it and i lost like four in a row and one of the things that the game has in it is is emotes it doesn't have communication between players it just has emotes and the the Emos that you can do are of like the the king, this like cartoonish king, with these just awful expressions, like expressions that are meant to make you angry when somebody 
uses them. I don't have a good way of describing it other than like, it's a guy, you know, grinning in a really condescending way, kind of. And it's just, it's like, it's, it, it's anger inducing. It's, it's anger inducing. It's meant to be anger inducing. So, and people are jerks in this game. And so like when they win, they'll spam these emotes. Normally this kind of thing doesn't bother me at all. But for some reason, just like the the way the artwork is and just the way that that it is, it just was, it, and the fact that I had lost so many matches in a row, it just super got to me. And then I thought about this tweet that I saw with somebody also complaining about the emotes of this game. And a response to this tweet was, the developers actually want you to feel this way. Anger is, anger uh, inhibits your, um, it's basically an inhibitor for your for your emotions. And they anticipate you like then going and spending money out of anger because you get angry at this game. And I, I immediately thought back to that when I got this angry because I'm like, this isn't me. Like, I don't get this upset about video games like ever. And I was like, this is insidious. Like, this is, this is like, this is, this is actually filthy. This is kind of filthy. And I can't have this in my life because I may end up doing something I regret, like spending a bunch of money on this stupid game that is a great game, but literally makes me angry. So I uninstalled so, it. So you were taunted into uninstalling the game? Yes. Yes, I was. D- All right. So is there any way to... to no, they do not allow you to do that. Uh... Of course they don't. Because, they, because like this... Like this this response to this tweet that I saw said, they want you to be angry. You know, what's interesting about that is I was looking through some Hearthstone guides and I don't remember if it was arena or deck building or whatever, but I was, I was looking through some, some pro tip stuff and at the end or the beginning of the post, or I don't remember where, but it said, and always squelch your opponent or and squelch your opponent, like in all caps or bold or something. It yep. just is like a quick bullet. And when you, you, when you play Hearthstone, for those who don't know, uh, if you tap your opponent's face and hit squelch, then that mutes them, basically. Yeah, because otherwise there's a limited number of uh, things that they can say to you. They're basically like, just like four to six different things. There's six, they can say. six. There's but, six different things they can say to you and they're, 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 they're canned things that they can say and they're they they're translate across all languages i think that's yeah part of the point of it yeah so hello is pretty neutral well played is oh i respect my opponent thanks uh well i'll get to that uh you know you can threaten which is just a taunt which a lot of people just use to be goofy uh and then there's a couple other ones um but sorry kills me like if i play a card and it's going to do a ran- one ra- damage to a random opponent. And the opponent knows which character I want to hit, and it hits a different one. Or let's say, uh, you know, it's like draw a card from each deck. If your card is a higher value, then you get a bonus. And, like, you draw a card and it's a lower value. When they say sorry, I get furious. Furious. So now the first thing I do every game of Hearthstone I play, every single one is I squelch the opponent every single time without fail. And the only time I will unsquelch them is if they're running a deck that I hate, at which point I will unsquelch them and then I will taunt them. And I will say sorry over and over and over again. So anytime I fight a a Paladin Murloc deck, 
I unsquelch them right at the end and I say sorry like 10 times and then I kill them. And it's awesome. It's a great feeling. Okay. I it's it's so there's a term there's a term that league users use uh League of Legends users use and it's it came from poker and it's it's called being on tilt. And it's it's an emotional it's a it's like a heavily emotional negative response to the game that you're playing based on typically it's like a number of losses in a row but it can off it can also be like a negative event that occurred in a game um it's and 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 it's termed being on tilt and i believe it came from poker first uh there was something called full tilt poker that's where it came from and uh that that was like the idea that's like what i thought of when this happened and i got so angry i was like like I literally, I tilted, like this game literally tilted me, which I have kind of prided myself on for as much as I've played League of Legends. It's never tilted me the way that this game did in like six days of playing this game. Huh? Yeah, it was crazy. So I recognized that it was like something that I just really didn't like and I didn't like feeling that way. It wasn't enjoyable. And I was like, I'm done. I'm just not going to do it. So I literally uninstalled it from my iPod or iPad, uninstalled it from my phone and it's gone. It's out of my life. Probably good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good that I can recognize stuff like that. Probably. It's just a damn shame because the game was really fun. It's legitimately really good. I mean, I'd still somewhat on the reg, but that's, I mean, not on the... It's like a personality thing though, too. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with having that personality i think that that like lends itself to probably being more aggressive in other areas of your personality which it might be good to be aggressive in it's just that's not that's not me right like, yeah, yeah yeah and and i usually drive i mean when i go tilt and then i accomplish something i mean you know if i go tilt because i can't beat a boss then when i beat that boss it's like one of those things yeah yeah so i just thought that was super interesting because i've never had that experience before and it was really unpleasant like it was legitimately unpleasant so now i totally understand what people like when people get super upset when like they're playing hearthstone or they're playing league of legends like i like understand that i think a little more now there you go i'm glad that you can relate now yeah it was awful well, so I know you have another life stuff story, but I also have a life stuff story that I'll interject that I can I talk about my, my next one the, the, the another week. It's that I what, why don't we just talk about it? Well, after I'm done with mine, because my because it's more important than yours and you're like cutting in. So I was going to do mine and then you can do yours. I was going to take turns. Oh, we're going to make a Jonathan sandwich. We're going to make a Jonathan. Yeah, I want to make a Jonathan sandwich. Is that so wrong? Yeah. So you're going to be my meat. You're going to be my meat in my Jonathan sandwich. Please don't ever say that phrase again. Thank you for being my meat. You make good meat. All right. This needs to end immediately. So for more life stuff, I mentioned earlier, I'm thinking about getting a cat. So my girlfriend's, um, a couple members of my girlfriend's family were passing through town the other day on a road trip on Saturday, and they stayed with us. And um, Casey's sister brought her cat along, her cat is adorable it's one of those cute orange cats walked around my apartment sniffing everything jumped up on the counter because cats can jump five feet in the air which is really cool and the whole time i'm like don't get any ideas we're not getting a cat we don't have anywhere to put a cat don't get any ideas i don't want cat hair and everything Mm -hmm. not getting a cat well we so living in chicago in my last apartment it would have been 
totally impossible. The litter box would not have gone anywhere unless it was in the living room next to the TV, stinking up the living room. That's a bad spot for it. Right. Or in my bedroom. There was literally no room in the bathroom. Like the bathroom, basically the door opened and that was the whole bathroom. And the bathroom was pretty much a closet in my last place. Uh, and I wasn't going to put it in the kitchen or in my bedroom. So nowhere to put that, right? Well, my apartment now, I don't know if you've heard, but my apartment's very long. Yeah, you've told me that like multiple times. It's a very long apartment. It's I mean, long, it's yes. probably like, it's got to be 30 feet long. We're all impressed with the It might be more than 30 feet long. Everybody is impressed with the length of your apartment. You should be impressed with how long my apartment is because it's like really long. Okay, we're impressed. And next door to the bathroom is a little furnace room. And we just cracked the door open, the litter box in there. It's away from the living room. It's away. It's it worked fine, mm-hmm. and now I kind of want a cat. So, how sold are you on this idea? Well, I should probably see if my lease will allow me to get a cat. Okay, no, that's a good first step. Is is our pets allowed? Yeah, that's a so good. Just thinking step. that the pet, our pets allowed. Well, I know dogs aren't, but that's because I believe the primary reason is volume. Of of the not volume as in quantity. I think, but, I think there's a number of reasons why apartment complexes don't allow dogs. No, no, no. my landlord specifically said I don't want dogs because they're loud. Okay. He so I, I know that, but I don't I don't remember about cats because more people are allergic to cats, right? So I don't I know. So. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, my best friend of me here, Russian John, is like deathly allergic to cats. Oh, so so this could keep him away from you, right? That's actually a good reason. Right? So there's kind of that. I don't know, but I don't know, man. Cats are really cute and fun, and it'd be like a practice run for having a kid because humans are... It's true. I, I feel like cat is pet light. Like, it, it, is, it, is the, it is the largest, probably, animal that you can get that requires the least amount of responsibility. Yeah, and price-wise, they cost, uh, on average, about $600 a year. Generally, you probably shouldn't be buying a pet if you're analyzing it by by cost, maybe. like It's that, a factor. It's a factor worth taking into account. Taking into account, yes, but that, that like shouldn't be one of the primary reasons for which you are purchasing an animal. Because I can afford it? I don't buy anything because I can afford it. I'm really cheap in a lot of ways. Okay. So like, I don't know. I, I, I just think I like, I personally am just not a cat person. I get some people are, I just don't, I don't get Why it. Why are you reinforcing a gender binary? That's a social construct. I'm triggered. I'm I hope I didn't trigger anybody so by when, saying that I was so triggered. When, so when, uh, when are you thinking about doing this? Like pulling have, this trigger? I don't know. Well, cause I mean, to be honest, my girlfriend and I do a lot during the summer and we're planning on traveling at least some, you know, that's Martin a big, that's a big thing. Yeah. So it's, you know, I mean, I know cats are a lot more independent, but, um, I don't know. It could be a future thing, but, uh, but I'm, I'm considering a cat and see, I, I grew up with a golden retriever and then my parents got another golden retriever. I love, I mean, I love animals, Yeah. but in the city, I think that anybody that owns a dog is completely insane because of the amount of, of, of responsibility and time and money you want to talk about prohibitively expensive. I mean, oh my God, dog walkers, dogs can cost a hundred bucks a week to maintain. Is it because, is it because you can't guarantee your schedule like to get out and get, and get like back to your apartment in time as to why you can't walk your own dog in the city? 
Yeah, well, it depends. I mean, so like I, I briefly dated a girl who lived in an apartment building and the dog walker lived in her building. So she's running late from work or she needed to stay late from work or people wanted to get drinks. She'd have to call this person and be like, oh, are you available? Oh, can you walk the dog? Okay, yes, I'll give you $30 to walk the dog or whatever. Um, it's ridiculous. And uh, my sister's trying to get one and I am violently trying to talk her out of it. And uh, she thinks it came down too hard on her, but I'm like, no, you don't get it. These are like basically the only reason to be single in your 20s is so you can do whatever you want whenever you want. If you get a dog, you're immediately eliminating all of that. It's very true. Like it, as a dog owner, if I did not have the ability to split the responsibility with my wife, it you know, and now we have a kid, so it's a much it's a much different thing. But we had the dog when we were married. It was I would not have done a dog alone. I would not have done it. Like right? it, it is an enormous amount of responsibility. Yeah. So I like I agree with you. I'm not I'm not into that idea at all. Cool. All right. Great. I will send a clip of that to uh, my sister. Then I'm sure she'll listen to us because. Uh... So you think you think cat because it's just less responsibility and it's like the ability to have. In a cuddly animal without with being able to like leave it for a couple of days on its own no it's because i love watching them do stuff okay it'd be like i have a youtube cat video in my house that's like the first time i've ever heard that that's that's good okay it'd be like a cat it'd be like if i went to like catvideos.com. i wonder if that's a website cat no videos. it just re- it just redirects to the bomb.com which just redirects no i got a PDO exception cannot uh, connect to local MySQL server through mm-hmm. socket slash ver slash run slash MySQL exception. Yep. Classic. How is catvideos.com? How about catvideos.net? Dot bike. Dot bike. You know, this is going to work. And it's cat videos. And it's a porn site. The tagline yep. is all cats all the time. Okay. It is not a porn site. It was last updated April 6, 2012. I'm going to try and buy that. Well, I hope you, I hope you, do I hope you get a cat? I don't know if I hope you get a cat. I don't think you care. Well, Although our viewers just going to decrease, it's just going to decrease the likelihood of you ever visiting me. If you have an animal that you are then also responsible for. That's not true in any way, but here's what might happen. It might hop in my lap. Here's how it's relevant to the podcast to tie everything together. It could hop up in my lap and then I could hold it for a second and it could be in the video. So then our YouTube video thumbnail will include, will feature me holding a cat. And then people will see that and say, Oh, a lifestyle podcast that vaguely sounds like a video game podcast in which a guy who is relatively attractive is holding a kitten is holding Mr. Peepers. If I'm holding a kitten, people will click if I'm holding a kitten. So how far into this idea are you? Have you like determined breed of cat you want? Are we talking, I'm going to buy a, an actual kitten or I'm going to adopt something like, or is this just like, in the most nebulous of ideas at the moment. I think if it's a it's just a male cat, we might name it Alonzo or Cooper. I threw out Cooper. I didn't actually get feedback on that, but maybe Alonzo. Cooper's a terrible name for a cat. Alonzo's all right. All right. We're not sure about the, the girl name. I have it. I I don't know. Maybe Casey's got some. I got nothing. This is Peepers. The only name I can think of for a girl is Zelda. The only one. I don't know friend, why. We had a friend whose cat's name was Zelda. Who? Uh Justin in Des Moines, his cat's name was Zelda. Oh, 
Oh yeah, I have a friend on Facebook named Kelly who also has a cat named Zelda. It seems like a good. It's a good cat name. Wait, it's a good Robin, cat name. Robin but... Williams named his daughter Zelda. His daughter was not a cat, but his daughter's name is Zelda. But what if she were? What if she had? Like he didn't be know that before cat. she was. It would be a great cat name. He didn't know her before she was born. He she could have come out being a cat. I don't That's know. Right. That does work that way sometimes. Well, maybe Robin Williams was a furry when he had sex with his wife to impregnate her with Zelda. He was a very hairy man. He made many jokes about that, actually. This get a lot of stand-up bits about how hairy he was. And uh, Cody's right and seen yet again. Yeah. You're welcome for that wonderful insight into Robin Williams. Incredible. Thank you. So that's how far I, I don't know anything about shelters or breeds or anything. I just know I want it to be cute. <laughs> All right. God, People say when they, when they have kids too, they're like, I don't know anything about having babies. I just hope my baby's cute. Is that, is that what you said? That's exactly right. That's how we decided to have a kid. Is it? Mm-hmm. Can't tell how serious you are about that. Not serious. Kind of at all. Oh, well, that's fun life stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, so you want to do your thing next week then, huh? Yeah, I'll do my thing next week. All right, that was a tease for the listener. Uh, let's wrap up um, real fast with like a lightning round, just like a five or ten minute lightning round real quick with current news. <laughs> Those watching on YouTube, I did a dramatic eye thing, so you might want to rewind it and watch me do that. Thank you for the news. Effect. I love it. So, to, uh, could, you my, current could, you Morse, could you read my Morse code just now? I'm probably going to mute that. The when dots I edit. and dashes. Can you? Did you read the Morse code? Just kidding. I don't work on. Uh, I insulted you, you, you and I ma- I made a naughty word. Did you learn Morse code from Star Trek? Motion picture. Search for Spock. Undiscovered country. Star Trek Five. The final. Did you learn that from Star Trek Five? The final frontier. No, because that was a bad one. Yeah, it was. So, um, just a couple quick things in current news. We talked about indie games. Well, I guess that Clash of that Clash Royale game is it? It's just it's just a casual game. It's a casual game, but it 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 is. I I mean this when I say it, it is like an incredibly complex, deep strategy game. It's a really good game. It just really makes me angry. Okay, well, but again, yes, it doesn't make game. you. All right, well, let's talk about something that doesn't make you angry and is not a casual game, but is an indie game, and it's called Risk of Rain, and it is on the Sony PlayStation Store now, basically. So that's awesome. Yes. It just came out, didn't it? Yes. Jonathan and I have talked about Risk of Rain. Uh, We talked about it extensively on our video game podcast, Unqualified Gamers. You can find all our old episodes at GameLifeBalance.us, by the way. Check out our website. Just search Risk of Rain if you want to hear us talk about it. We're on the record several occasions. really liking Risk of Rain many times. Yeah, yeah, many times, many times. So Risk of Rain is now on PlayStation 4. And this is a big deal because, uh, as we've mentioned, and we've, we've kind of talked about this before, so I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but it's I just want to make everyone aware that it's now a thing. Um, the one major drawback of Risk of Rain, which was an excellent multiplayer side-scrolling roguelike uh, platformer, really, really good uh, co-op game. Um, the one major drawback was it didn't have an online infrastructure built into the C game. Because it was made by indie developers. And you froze. So it looks like Cody is uh, dealing with some tough technical difficulties. He just messaged me. So I, I don't exactly know where he cut off. 
in terms of where I heard him, he had he was talking about this this risk of rain. And the biggest problem with risk of rain for us was that um, the online infrastructure was, as he said, it was peer to peer. And so whenever we wanted to play it together, we had to connect somebody's computer or multiple people's computer to one other person's computer, um, which meant that that person had to open up their uh, the ports on their on their router. Um, we had to get their IP address and then directly connect to that IP address and, you know, enter that manually. And I'm not saying that it was not something that we could figure out because obviously we did, we played the game together a lot, Uh, but it was, it was a hassle. I mean, we, none of us were like terribly network savvy. And so anytime we ever wanted to play risk of rain together, and usually took us anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes to set it up, which was, which was weird because Generally, the settings stayed roughly the same. As you can see when we record, that doesn't necessarily matter because the settings when we record are always the same as well. But for some reason, Cody manages to break his system every time we record. So um, the fact that this game is coming to PS4 makes it super fun because it's the infrastructure is going to be built right into PlayStation Plus. Um, and so we're going to be able to just say, hey, I'm going to connect to and i don't exactly know how it works i haven't researched how um whether you can like play with random people or whether you can just play with friends but but connecting through their servers is going to make it so much more enjoyable of experience um rather than trying to connect based on direct ip addresses so that's one of the things that we're um, extremely excited about the next piece of current news that we have on here um cody actually wrote it on here and it's that Victoria, which is a state in Australia, has become the first state in Australia. And keep in mind, I'm reading this from Cody. This could be completely inaccurate. Um, Victoria has become the first state in Australia to legalize medical marijuana. And he claims uh, that our podcast is the reason why. Now, I have very little, I have very little knowledge of the way that Australia's state governs but if it's anything like the united states uh we just did our podcast last week and it probably is not enough time from when we aired our podcast last week to this week that one week of time is probably not enough time for an entire state in a country to change laws i'm just gonna assume that that's probably correct um and so I'm going to say that it probably wasn't our fault that this happened. But anyway, I guess that's a big deal um, to them down there. He might have had more to say about that. I unfortunately don't. Uh, as it, it was not my story. So um, since it doesn't, I have no idea if he's going to come back. He sent me a message and kind of make it sound like he was, sound like he was, but I don't know. I think instead I'm just going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast as you know, we are part of the Good and Geek Network. It is a network of podcasts. You can find them at gunageek.com. And they have all sorts of geeky podcasts on there. We originally were kind of like the video game podcast. Now we have kind of expanded into other areas. But we have a lot of very specific podcasts and very specific topics. A lot of them, you know, like follow TV shows. And so when that TV show has a season going on, we have a podcast that goes uh, that goes along with that. Uh, on the podcast... Tyrion's Landing, which is the Game of Thrones podcast. Now, keep in mind, the new season is not out yet, but they have episode 98, which is their prep for season six. 
Uh, and the promo on that is, uh, Jeannie and Nikki are prepping for season six by sharing the fun stuff that they've found off season. Do you know how to prevent white walkers? Join the cause and wipe them out. And then on, um, on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., episode 115, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Space Time, and Jessica Jones' Top Shelf Perverts, the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents Stargate Pioneer and Lauren are joined by longtime Gunna Geek guest host and blogger Michelle Ely to discuss the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 3, episode Space Time, and the Jessica, Jessica Jones episode, a.k.a. Top Shelf Perverts while Agent Haley is off discovering the secrets of time travel. Agent Lauren runs down her time at AggieCon 2016. The agents also announced their next giveaway of a Star Wars Smuggler's Bounty Cantina crate, just in time for May the 4th, 2016. Don't forget this year's upcoming free comic book day on May 7th, or all of the upcoming conventions that Gunna Geekers will be attending in the coming months. The hosts end the podcast running down the weekly Marvel news, respond to listener feedback, and interact with live blab streaming chat comments. And we have a live chat that goes on during our, uh, our podcast, too, that you can find at the Gunna Geek Network. Um, they have a live, anytime any of our podcast podcasters stream, they have the ability to... Uh, Put on the live chat at gunageek.com. And I know that Cody does that every time uh, that we podcast. So that is there. Um, and there's a couple of other you know great podcasts, again, that we have on some other topics as well. So uh, as we do every week, I just want to say thank you for listening to the Game Life Balance US podcast. It's the American edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. Cody alluded to our Australian counterparts that we have. You can find them. They're Game Life Balance Australia podcast. Uh, I think it's AU podcast. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode, and leave us a review if you really want to make our day. You can find us at Gunna Geek Network at gunnageek.com or on the official podcast network of Chicago's WGN Radio at wgnplus.com. You can learn more about Game Life Balance, including contact information and links to our sister sto- show in Australia at gamelifebalance.us. <laughs>